Welcome back, everybody. Welcome it's back. Episode 16 of Just a Couple of Thoughts. It's been a while. Yeah. It's been a solid solid minute. We've been kind of busy with planning stuff, so... It's amazing how busy you can be when you don't have any school and you're just working well, a part-time job, in my case. It was more of we were planning a trip and then the self-improvement, going to the gym. And I realized after we going to the gym that we actually needed couple more rest days in order to record yeah well do you want to talk about just what we've been up to sarah yeah since we haven't been we haven't talked in a while i figure we should just uh do like a little recap just talk about what's happening with us because i feel like you know sometimes we don't do that so Mm. just what's going on with us and what's happening what our plans are yeah Our, our main reason why we took this kind of like it's, it's three weeks now, probably four once it gets uploaded. Is because we recently took a trip to Vegas. Yes, we did. Yeah. And also lazy. I think it's mostly just us being lazy. But yes, our trip to Vegas did consume a lot of time. I think it was also because it wasn't something that we were really thinking about. Mm-hmm. Um, I was thinking about like going to the gym and going to work. Yep. And, and I've been thinking about work and, you know. Yeah, so like and that. going back to school because we're gonna go back to school in a couple days. Well, yes, by the time yes. this podcast comes out, I'll already be back in school. But so the main reason why I went to Vegas is because me and one of our friends, Discount Xanthem, who actually came on this podcast before, uh, went to Evo. Everyone else just like enjoyed Vegas. Was, some people it was their first time there. Some people, you know, mm-hmm. wasn't. It was actually my first time there, so that was pretty cool to see. Stay in Vegas. I got a nice room for everyone, and it was nice. It was a it was a beautiful room. Mm. We stayed at Gorgeous. the MGM Signature, mm-hmm. which as as far as the room goes, uh, it's it's a pretty great room. Like it's all suites, so it was a little pricey, but you know it's pretty affordable if you want to have that like slightly high end mm-hmm. um, rooms instead of just having like really basic, just like oh here's a double room. Yeah, we we went to Evo. There's not much we did exactly. It was well, we didn't stay very long. Yeah, we, we did, stayed like one full day. We stayed one full day. We uh, I didn't plan the trip like entirely that well. It was mostly just like oh, we wanted to go there on this day, enjoy Evo, and then leave on this day because I didn't want to miss twenty days of work. Yeah. Um, uh, but next time if we go, we can you know make it a much longer trip because this was a kind of a short notice trip relatively. We planned a couple of months ahead, but it's like, that's not really enough to plan like a long-term trip. Um, it was very cool. Uh, I enjoyed Vegas a lot. We um, drove. Yeah, we drove. So from uh, where we live. The Bay Area. The Bay Area to Vegas. It's mm. about a nine-hour drive. Yep. Nine, ten-hour drive. Honestly, the ride isn't that bad as long as you prep for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, the ride there wasn't too bad. Because like, we prepped for it. Yeah, mostly because we were sleeping. <laughs> I was sleeping. Yeah. And I, I'm fine riding for long hours, but the ride back, we kind of did like a full day in Vegas, and then we rode back. Yeah. So I was tired, everyone else was tired, and it was kind of like miserable getting back. It was also really dark. Yeah. We drove well, mostly was, in the dark. It was dark both ways times. Yeah, but I feel like it was like super dark when we went back so i don't, I don't know yeah I, I know what you mean like uh i because going back and leave at night because you're in the middle of the desert there's not many lights around 
Mm-hmm. It's literally just you, the road, and the other cards. Uh, it is pretty dark. At least the initial part getting back. It, it's a fun trip, though. Like, uh, if I I would incur- I like road trips. I like just hanging around with a bunch of people and just driving one car and just taking a long trip. I like sightseeing. Mm-hmm. That's like my my favorite thing to do. We stopped by uh, Baker, mm-hmm. not to be confused with Bakersfield, but we did stop in Bakersfield as well. But we went to Baker, mm-hmm. which has the world the world's largest thermometer, mm-hmm. which I didn't know was something that anybody wanted or was like a thing. Yeah, you know, yeah. I was like, who's competing, yeah. right? So they had the world's largest thermometer, and we took a picture there. Mm-hmm. And we went to the Alien Jerky place. Mm-hmm. That was an interesting place, the Alien Jerky place. See? You were like, I don't know. You, you didn't seem too excited to go. But we no, got right. there, and there was a cool building. You thought the building was cool, right? Mm-hmm. It had a, a DeLorean in the front. <laughs> I, I, didn't really, I didn't really care for jerky. It was just a cool place. Yeah. Yeah. I'm. I mean, like, I'm not a big jerky person, but I thought like it was a really cool building, mm-hmm. mostly because it's like a really like touristy kind of thing. It's the whole building is silver, right? Because it's all alien mm-hmm. kind of inspired, right? Yeah. And you can take a picture inside with some alien on a bench or whatever, mm-hmm. and we did that. But it was it was like a really. It was just a really cool looking place. Um, and I didn't want anybody to look it up before we went. Mm-hmm. So I wanted people to be like kind of surprised when we got there. So well, it, I think most of us were like surprised when we got to most of the places we went. Because it, it was more of... <laughs> I don't say we're not, we were unprepared. That's not 100% true. It was more of like we didn't... they Everyone else didn't really look anything up. Um... When we got there, like everyone was pretty surprised about the rooms. Uh, I, because I set up the rooms, knew what they looked like already. Yeah. So, um, that was probably one of my favorite parts about the trip, just staying at the suite. Yeah. Because I, I dropped I dropped some money for the suites because I wanted to stay at a nice place. Yeah. And it it was a nice place. And you can do that when you have spending money, you know. Mm-hmm. When you're it would be an adult. Yeah. And that was that was nice too. Vegas, I mean, okay, other than the heat, <laughs> yeah, uh, I really like Vegas, honestly. It was, it's much more fun as an adult mm-hmm. going to Vegas, yeah, than it is when you're like under 18. Okay, because if you're under 18, like, unless you learned early, you don't know how to drive, so you can't really get to places. Uh, and the only places around you in the strip is like just casinos and adult places. So, like, what are you gonna do? But when you're an adult, like, oh, you could. Drive wherever you want. You can sightsee wherever you want. You can drink anywhere. Everything's drink open. Anywhere. Yeah, everything's open. It's super easy to stay up all the time in Vegas. Yeah. So. That's, it's like a, that's what I really appreciated about Vegas. It's like, I, I can go out and there's still stuff to do, mm-hmm. which I thought was like really cool. I'm yeah. like, that's awesome. I, I can, I can now understand why when people say like, oh, I like to live in Vegas. Like, because one house is cheap or over there. And like, um, and like, yeah, there's lots of entertainment to do there. I don't know if I can see myself living in Vegas, just me personally. Um, but it it is a nice, it is a fun location. The heat is so yeah, bad. Yeah, the heat is the main issue, though. It was so dry. Although, fun fact, I guess, 
uh, when I was checking out for the rooms, apparently, uh, one of the people there that I was checking in was talking about like how when they're the most busy and like, when they're not busy at all. And apparently, um, the winner they're not busy at all. <laughs> the at least in signature, the MGM signature. Hey, maybe that's the time to go. Yeah, so if you ever want to go to Vegas casually, I guess go to winter because apparently it's not busy. <laughs> Everyone wonder, else is just busy. I wonder busy if the family. rates are cheaper in the winter time. I don't know. Because I feel like if nobody's going, then mm. the rates would be like a little bit. I don't know. Actually, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I, I gotta check that out. But yeah, if you ever want to go to Vegas casually, uh, I suggest the winter. I guess. Oh, that's what I heard here. And it's not as hot. No. So in the winter time, it can get actually kind of cold. Mm-hmm. And I, I'd rather it be, uh, somewhat cold than really hot. It's unbearable. Like when we were there, we uh, because I not that unbearable. No, well, you weren't walking in the heat like I was because I walked. Well, you were kind of inside the whole time, but like when I was outside, I was outside for like half an hour mm. walking in a hundred and ten in the dry heat. I mean, I, I was walking half an hour because I wanted to cut through some places to go from our hotel to the evil location. Um, I went by myself one time. Where'd you go? Our hotel to the evil location. Wait, no, that's not that bad, though. I mean, it's not that bad. I mean, I walked from our hotel to the Bellagio, hmm. past Caesar's Palace, hmm. to uh, the Venetian. Mm-hmm. That's about a 20-minute walk mm-hmm. from the Bellagio, but it feels like 40 minutes because it's so hot and it's so bad. It's such a terrible walk. I don't know. I feel like the the walk it to from our hotel to because you're going from the signature to the Excalibur, right? Mandalay Bay. You walked all the way to Mandalay Bay. Mm-hmm. No, but I'm saying, but from Excalibur to Mandalay Bay, you're walking inside. Yeah, but I went straight to Mandalay Bay. You went. You walked to Mandalay Bay. Yeah. In the heat. Yeah. Why? Because I wanted to get there as soon as I could. Is it faster? <laughs> no, it's honestly not that much faster. Um, <laughs> when I checked the time, like I did not save that much time at all. I probably saved like maybe ten minutes. Oh. Yeah, maybe. I was like, that was not worth it. But like when I walked that, I was like, that wasn't too unbearable. Like I couldn't walk that for like probably forty minutes. Like forty minutes, I'd be like, oh, no, nah, I need to get inside, or I, I need to bring water, or um. In an hour, I'm like, no, I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> I don't know. I thought I was gonna pass out. It was so hot. People do that. People, that happens to people. People under um, uh, underestimate the heat. Yeah. In Vegas, it was a hundred and nine. Something like that. So, I don't know. I don't do well with heat anyway. Yeah. If it gets too hot, I'm just like, ugh. I'm I'm usually pretty good with heat. Um, like Vegas is a different kind of heat. I'm used to though. I'm used to like humid like heat. Mm-hmm. Vegas is all dry heat. It really just like dried out my nose, my nostrils, just like done. Well, yeah, because my because it's a dry heat and it's a dry wind. So yeah. every time it like blows, your eyes are just like help. Yeah, <laughs> your f- entire face is like I'm dying. It's so hot, yeah. and I'm drying up. Yeah, like uh, my main issue is like just my nose just like dried out. It's always like constantly like sneezing and stuff like that. It was just awful. 
That was the main issue on my side. But like I'm used to, humid heat is like whatever to me. It could be like a hundred and ten in humid heat and I'll be fine. But uh in dry heat it could be like a hundred in dry heat and I'll be like, oh no, already. <laughs> Maybe even ninety and I'll be like, oh no. Well today, like today was like ninety it was like eight, 89 degrees, See, 90 no, degrees. Yeah, Bay Area heat is like nothing to me. I could walk outside with a jacket and I was to be fine. <laughs> I remember looking at the perceived temperature, right? Because mm. uh, my phone always gives me the perceived temperature. It was like 96 degrees <laughs> in perceived temperature. I'm like, yeah, it was really hot. Yeah. It was like, really hot and dry. So that. Okay, well, uh, I guess I'm using Vegas as a standard now, but it's not that dry compared to Vegas. Yeah, but... But the Vegas is desert, so... <laughs> you know what I also realized, though? Because yesterday we drove to Palo Alto to get some ramen. Mm -hmm. And, like, uh, it's a 47-minute drive because of traffic. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> but, you know, it didn't feel that bad. I'm like, compared to driving nine hours to mm -hmm. Vegas... Or like two hours on the road, mm -hmm. no biggie. Yeah, you know, like, yeah, no, like, no biggie at all. Like that's why I don't mind like riding anywhere because I used to commute two hours to school because of just traffic. Mm. Like that was awful. So like driving anywhere is like whatever to me now. Yeah, like like I don't. I usually don't mind the weather. Dry heat is like I don't really want to say the the exception because it needs to be like extreme dry heat in order for me to be bothered by it. Like Vegas is getting there. To like, oh no, this is getting unbearable for me. But I'm usually fine with the weather. Like, super humid, super cold. It's like, kind of whatever to me. No. No. I don't like either. I want it to be just right. <laughs> I get. I think if it goes over 80, then it's like, wow, it's really hot for yeah, me. I like usually, 86, that's pretty hot. Yeah, I usually don't notice it's hot until it reaches like 90. Um, like... 90 is like, wow, it is hot <laughs> mm -hmm. like whenever it gets like hot over here it's like i don't mind it at all uh the only time i really notice that it gets it's like actually hot uh, out here is when i'm eating lunch in my car because my car cooks me <laughs> why don't you just eat inside uh because it was like it's 20 minutes uh, i have 20 minutes left for lunch i got my food so i'm just eating the car for a bit and then go back inside because well, i usually go out to desk. get lunch huh why don't you just bring it to your desk and eat at your desk you're not supposed to eat at your desk. Oh. Yeah. Well, okay. You're not supposed to have a lunch at your desk because people think you're working when you're not. Oh, yeah, when you're not working. I see. Yeah. I see. So you're not supposed to have lunch at your desk. You can eat at your desk. That's whatever. Oh, when I worked at, um, when I was interning at Cloudera, uh, everybody ate at their desks. Mm -hmm. Either they ate in the, in the kitchen or they ate at their desks because there was no cubicle, really. Mm. Like, some people had cubicles, but most people had open desks. Mm. So, yeah. like, for me, it's just like, oh, I just assume that people are just... They usually take their lunch and then they bring it back to their desk. It depends on the place. Yeah. It always yeah. depends on the company. I just kind of want to talk a little bit more about Vegas. Okay. As an adult, mm -hmm. like... Going with friends is really fun. Mm -hmm. Going with family is fun too, but it's always like, you know, I feel like you can't really experience Vegas mm -hmm. the same if you go with family. Yeah. Um, definitely the next time we go to Vegas, I want to spend probably a week there. I want to go to shows. I don't know if I want to spend a week, mm -hmm. 
but maybe like three days i'd be cool with yeah well i was thinking like oh we leave on like uh the friday or something like that friday night Mm -hmm. or i guess saturday morning because we leave in the a.m and then like we also come back on like saturday night wasn't like that but uh it would depend yeah because for me vegas is is always like um i can't have too much of vegas mm-hmm. it is i get tired of the people i get tired of the city i just yeah maybe maybe it's just it, it's just a lot it is it me. is like a lot for some people yeah i mean i wouldn't mind just like Staying in the hotel room some days mm. and just chilling, but like I could do that anywhere. Yeah, I could do that at home. So for, for me, it's like I'm thinking like I want to experience the most of Vegas that I can. And I mm. think like a week I'll be like, oh, I, I got all Vegas. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. I want to do more sightseeing outside of Vegas, though. Mm-hmm. For me, like I want to go uh, kind of far out mm-hmm. there because not even in Vegas, but like you, we didn't get to see the the Red Rock thing mm. i mean i've seen it before we didn't get to go on the mcdonald's train we didn't go to the mcdonald's train mm. we didn't i want to go to zion national park mm. uh because i hear it's really beautiful um and that's the only national park that i've ever been kind of interested in mm. uh the grand canyon you can see the grand canyon mm-hmm. um we could actually drink yeah <laughs> Because we didn't even get to drink because... We were just busy on... Yeah, we were just go, go, go. Yeah. And, um, uh, and our friend was in a in a tournament, so he couldn't really drink. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that was a big bummer. It was just like, uh, we didn't really get to, you know, drink in Vegas, which I feel like is like one of the things you do. We gambled. Mm-hmm. But we didn't really get to drink that much and party it up, so. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, this is how it is. Like, next time, yeah, plan it better. Uh, stay longer. I also didn't get to go to a lot of the restaurants that I wanted to go to, but. You didn't like the restaurants you went to? No, I did. Okay. Okay, the pub one wasn't my favorite. Let mm. me let me just, you know, I, I appreciated it, mm. right, for what it was. Yeah. But I'm like, it was okay. Mm. Mostly because maybe I got something that maybe isn't their specialty. Mm-hmm. Like if you're going to a pub, maybe get pub food. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And I was like, oh, like they had barbecue. And I'm like, I love barbecue. Mm. But now thinking back on it, if it's a pub, maybe I should have gotten pub food. <laughs> like burgers and yeah, fish and chips and stuff like that. Mm. Maybe that would have been better a better experience for me yeah so if you ever go back maybe we can get something different but mm. yeah it was really fun and we got to go swimming mm. and um that that mgm um pools are pretty cool yeah it's one of the i think they have the the biggest i was reading in some of the magazines that they had in the room mm-hmm. and it was like what the biggest pool complex or something like that yeah like they have the most pools, mm-hmm. I guess, because they have like a a really long. Well, it feels long. It doesn't feel that long, but it's a really like a, a lazy pool. Yeah. And then they have. It looks like it goes for a long time, but you take a lap pretty quick. Yeah, and then you're just and you have to go really early in the morning because 
Oh, too many people. Yeah, and then you're just like, ew, gross. <laughs> too many people. I have to say, the the pool water was a lot colder than I was expecting it to be. Yeah, mm-hmm. except not in um, not in the other pools. In the lazy pool, it was surprisingly cold. Mm-hmm. But if you went into like some of the other pools, they were like a lot warmer. Mm-hmm. So, what what I thought was really gross um the locusts lo- they, they're technically grasshoppers they're not locusts okay. i looked it up so when we were driving mm-hmm. um from the the bay to vegas right um we stopped at a cafe and the waitress was like where are you guys going and we're like oh we're going to vegas and she's like oh i was just there with my family or something like that Mm. and she's like the like the grass there was so many like grasshoppers but i guess it's all it's kind of died down by now Mm. basically and i was like wait what (laughs) what do you mean yeah i didn't tell you about that (laughs) yeah and kevin knew about this whole grasshopper invasion of vegas it's whatever it was like whatever it was whatever when we got there Mm -hmm. but i was like looking at it like before mm-hmm. before I'll, it was an issue <laughs> before i'm like oh my god so when we got there i was like whatever it's like oh look there's a bunch of grass hoppers in like this one area yeah it was really, like, the lights or, yeah it was really gross though because there was still a lot mm-hmm. like an uncomfortable amount yeah but it wasn't like they never went near you which was the thing yeah it wasn't like unbearable yeah. right so I saw a video of uh some some like construction worker or something mm-hmm. and he ha- he was like covered in grasshoppers <laughs> and I was like oh no oh no oh no <laughs> um but it's funny cuz if you ever been to Vegas there's a giant pyramid thing the Luxor it's called the Luxor and um there's a big light that shines um, right at the top of the Luxor. Mm-hmm. And when we walked outside and we looked up, we were walking outside of um, Excalibur mm. and we looked up and there was just like a near like the, the, the beam of light that comes from the Luxor. There was just so many, so many grasshoppers swarming. And I'm like, so nasty, so nasty. <laughs> It's like it's like a it's like the the bat signal, mm-hmm. but for but for grasshoppers. Yeah, I mean, okay, like it it sounds bad, but like when you got when you get there, it's not that bad. Uh, the the main swarm has like died down by the time we got there, and it's like, and they mostly just went towards the night uh, lights at night, and they don't bother you in the day. Yeah, like, it's like whatever. So it, it was. I I really enjoyed Vegas. Um my favorite parts were definitely like uh the food and just sightseeing a little bit. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, we went to um Old Vegas. Old Vegas, downtown yeah. Vegas. Yeah. We didn't get the zip line though. You saw it for the first time, you've never seen it before. Yeah, I've never seen well this is my first trip to Vegas. I've yeah. never seen anything. So Kevin got to walk down Main Street. Mm. Uh, 
And that's usually where I stay. My family usually stays at Main Street. We usually stay at the California because the California is a big hot spot mm. for people from Hawaii because <laughs> mm. you get discounts. Oh. Hmm. Yeah. So if you fly in from Hawaii, you usually mm. get a discount. There's a discounted rates for um, what they call kama'aina rates. Mm. So uh, it's for for local people to fly in mm. um, and you get rates for certain hotels like the California. And that's why when you walked in, everyone was wearing an Aloha shirt, right? Mm -hmm. And then when you walked past people, you know, they were like, you could tell that they were from Hawaii. <laughs> so, um, and then they have a uh, lap, uh, Lappert's, mm -hmm. which is a Hawaii ice cream chain. Yeah. And then they had, um, they have a cafe, like two separate like eating places and they both kind of cater to that kind of demographic. Mm -hmm. So they have like rice and they have loco moco and they have oxtail soup. So the food is pretty okay. Am I boring you with the... No. With my California talk. <laughs> no, this is interesting. This is that when we went there, the area was closed because we went there late at night. That's true. So next time if we go, we can actually go to Lappert's. Mm -hmm. Lappert's is pretty good. It's pretty good ice cream. And then the place next to it is pretty good for breakfast. If you just want like a rice plate. Mm. So like spam, egg, rice. I want, I want to try more restaurants next time we go there. Like it's going to a good amount of money too. Restaurants. Although the next time we're we're flying, so I probably should also spend set aside some money for Uber and stuff like that for the entire trip. Oh, I got to see um Hell's Kitchen. Oh yeah, that's right. That's true. I got to see the outside of Hell's Kitchen, and we went inside. Mm -hmm. I kind of want to eat there. Sounds what? kind of interesting, but. Well, what do they do there when they're not filming for Hell's Kitchen? It's just a regular. I think kitchen? it's just a regular kitchen. There, people sit sat down. So. Right, we can try. Um, and then I want to try, even though people say that uh, Gordon Ramsay's burger isn't like that great. Yeah, I still want to try it. You know? try it, yeah. I still want to. I still want to know. I want to try it for myself. <laughs> so, um, what else is there about Vegas? We got to eat some really good food. We did get to eat some really good food. Thanks to Kevin. Thanks to his sponsorship, we got to... But thanks to Daniel's sponsorship. Thanks to me. Daniel's sponsorship, we got to... Xanthem. Uh, Xanthem's sponsorship, we got to eat at a very nice restaurant. Mm -hmm. um, and it was really good, mm -hmm. so... Yeah, we got to eat at uh, Morimoto's. Mm -hmm. So... Iron Chef. The Iron Chef. It's, a, it's, a, it's really good. Uh, the food, mm -hmm. um, and our waiter, our waiter was great. <laughs> our waiter really carried us Steve. through that. Yeah, that through that dinner, yeah. he really carried us through that dinner. Yeah, we're like, thanks, Steve. <laughs> At the end, mm -hmm. what a what a god! Like he he walked us through the entire menu. He gave us his suggestions. Like it was really helpful having that waiter around. Also, I'm I did most of the ordering. Mm -hmm. Because I only wanted one thing, the surf and turf. That's true. So, but I've been to a lot of 
nicer restaurants. Mm-hmm. Um, so I kind of know that it's better to ask than not. Than yeah, to, to just not. go blind. Yeah. Yeah. Because then it's just like you just order stuff and you're just like, well. Yeah. When you, when you go to a nice restaurant, like you probably should just ask the waiter because they know more about the menu than you do. Yeah. Yeah. So it's going to be a given. Yeah. So. Uh, you go to a nice restaurant, and when I mean nice restaurant, I mean like high end restaurants. Mm-hmm. I mean, this was like you know on like Google. Mm. If you search up on four Google. stars, not four stars, four dollar signs. Yeah. Well, we're dropping big money on this one. Yeah. Which honestly, like I was expecting to spend more on the dinner, as I thought it was, but you know it was fun. Well, because it was mostly shared, yeah. so which that, is you know cool. Yeah. And I don't mind because that that way you get to try more stuff. Mm-hmm. So, and then you just take little bites of everything, and um, surprisingly full at the end. Yeah. yeah, I mean that's how um like twelve course meals work. Mm-hmm. Like they come out with like eighty bitty plates, and mm-hmm. you're like, man, I don't know if this is going to fill me up. What if I spend like four hundred dollars and I'm not full at the end? Mm-hmm. But there's so much time in between. Yeah, you getting your stuff. That you end up getting kind of full, and then it's just like it's a good kind of full, mm-hmm. and not like I'm dying. Yeah, kind of full because you've waited so long for your last course mm-hmm. that you're just like, wow. I mean, I feel like this was like, <laughs> you know, kind of worth it. Mm-hmm. You know, dessert was nice too. The dessert was good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think it was my favorite thing I've ever eaten, but it's just like. Um, it was still really good. Mm. I like the cheesecake a lot. People seem to really like the the chocolate flambe looking thing. Yeah. But I thought the cheesecake was a really nice way to end the dinner. Up. Yeah. Because it's like a really it's kind of tart. Mm-hmm. So it kind of balances the fattiness of like whatever we just ate. Yeah. So next time. Um yeah. probably not that place again. Um not because we didn't like it, we loved it. But I feel like we should try other good restaurants next time. I feel like it's a once in a lifetime experience. And I don't really I mean and what I mean by that is mm. I don't need to go back. Mm. Because I've already tried it mm. and unless there's something in like super different about it. Yeah. I don't think there's a need. We we've gone through like most of the menu when we were yeah. there. Uh like if people who are listening to this who's who didn't come with us? So probably like the two of you out there. <laughs> so we were listening to this. Uh, who might go to Vegas one day uh, and think about going to Morimoto? I suggested set aside a good amount of money, uh, uh, obviously, but I suggested and um, go once and ask your waiter because the waiter will walk you through the menu and you get to try like a little bit of everything, and because of that, you kind of get everything you want out of the menu. Yeah. So you don't need to go again unless you just really like that food again, just want to have it again. Mm-hmm. But you, you kind of, you, you taste everything that you want to taste. So we got like, oh, we got the fish. I got the sushi. Um, we got the, the meat. We got uh, like the appetizers. Like every, every, we got a taste of everything. Yeah. And everything else is like, you kind of, you can kind of guess what it tastes like, but you don't need to know. Mm-hmm. You got, to, you got to eat everything you wanted to know. What was also nice is that we got to actually have a like a room mm-hmm. to ourselves. Mm-hmm. That was nice. Yep. It's like our first vacation together, kind mm-hmm. of away from home. Yeah. You know. You know what I mean? Not like not in the not in the Bay Area. Mm-hmm. 
So that was kind of nice. Yeah, just uh, um, like people out there who are in a relationship and have not gone uh, gone out to a vacation with your significant other, um, do it. Uh, it's a good way to like to see how you guys are compatible with each other. Long amount of times, just you two, and um, and if you can't stay in your own room, because like us having our own room, that was very nice. Just like just us being alone together in that room. Yeah. That was very nice. It's not something that happens very often, so... Mm. Yeah, it was really nice. I'd like to do it again. Mm. But... Yeah. I'm gonna... I'm gonna plan on the next trip, whenever the next evil date gets mm-hmm. announced. So... And we'll probably try to fly next time. Yeah. It might be like a, a yearly thing where we go somewhere. Yeah. You know? As like a friend group or another whatever. thing in our yearly checklist or conventions, and now it's gonna be Evo. Mm-hmm. It was really fun, mm-hmm. and I can't wait to go next year. Anyways, um, so I kind of wanted to start a new thing. Mm-hmm. Let me just bring it up really quick. Uh, you you remember doing high? I don't know if it's popular now, but mm-hmm. do you remember doing high school doing those um for was it? Uh, you want to find true love, or how how was it described for you? You know what I'm talking about right now, but it, it was it was like 32 questions to try to find true love, is how it was described to me. I thought it was like 30. It, it's like questions that you would um, that like it's like almost like icebreaker questions. That's kind of what they are. Oh, 36 questions. I mean, to like dumb it down. That's what that's what it is. It's a bunch of icebreakers. Yeah. So it's thirty six questions that lead to love, as described by the New York Times. Yeah. It's basically like something you ask on your first date mm-hmm. to kind of like figure out like where you guys are in life and like what you like. Mm-hmm. You know. What the subject is. So there's gonna be times where we're not gonna have great topics. Mm. Uh, I mentioned this before to our friends, but um, every once in a while on Nick's topics because. A, was it going well, or B, like, neither of us have much to talk about. Mm-hmm. So sometimes uh, that recording session, or like half of that recording session, will be like, I kind of don't want to use this. Mm-hmm. So what I'm using now is what I guess I will call backup, but I think it'll be interesting for us mm-hmm. because it is a very much a couple thing, uh, a relationship thing. But it's called it's 36 Questions, How to Fall in Love. So, if you guys want to follow along, I guess. Does that mean we'll fall in love by the end? Yes. I'm excited. <laughs> so, if you guys want to follow, uh, follow along, I'm using a site called 36 Questions. That's the number 36. Mm-hmm. 36 Questions in Love.com. Whoa. So, apparently, yeah, apparently it has its own website. <laughs> Very cool. So, uh, the way it's described is um, the New York Times lists 36 questions you can ask someone if you want to fall in love. Or make your love even stronger. So, works out for us. Mm-hmm. This site provides an ideal experience for exploring these questions. So grab some wine. I guess we're going to use water. Uh, sit down Ooh. with someone you want to love. And let's get started. <laughs> you want to love. Yeah. Aww, that's that's kind of sweet. Yeah. Well, since we're not limited to, I guess, a length of a date. Mm-hmm. Uh, the idea is going to be that we're going to go kind of in-depth in these questions. Yeah. Uh, so, ooh, quick instructions. Read one question out loud to your partner, then both of you answer. Swap roles for the next question. Both of you answer at the same time? 
I don't think it matters. <laughs> <laughs> Answering all three questions should take about one hour. It's going to take a lot longer for us. Yeah. <laughs> but time isn't important. I agree. That's true. Yeah. So the first question is, if you can invite anyone in the world to dinner, who would it be? Now, I said this when we were talking in the car because Kevin brought this up to me. Mm-hmm. This first question. And he told me, just save it for the podcast. Yeah. And I told him, I don't like this question at all. How come? Because I don't have anybody I want to meet with. Really? I don't really care. Like, if, even if it's from a timeline, yeah, like it, it could be what, from whatever time I want. You could bring them back from the dead. Yeah, it would be anyone, anytime, uh, and language is no problem. Oh, you know, I actually do have somebody I want to talk to. Okay. Yeah, but I want to hear yours first. Okay, well, I have a couple people in mind for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I think number one for me, just because his work has influenced me um, for a longer length of time, without mm-hmm. even me no- noticing it, would probably be Yoko Taro. Mm. Um, I've played the Dragon Card series when I was really young, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I played Nier, not knowing it was by the same person. Uh, and then, or Nier... The original Nier, Nier Gestalt. Uh, and then I um and then I played Automata in anticipation because I found out oh, it was the same guy mm-hmm. and I really like his work. And I really like how his mind works. And the more I learned about him, the more interested I was in just him personally. Mm-hmm. Uh I also know that like he's also kind of an antisocial guy. Mm. He's a very much introvert. He really does not like having his face shown in the world. Um, which is why he wears that um the mask that he wears. Mm-hmm. If you actually look him up, um, I don't know if it still applies now, but before, if you were to look up Yoko Taro, you'll see his actual face, which was kind of unfortunate. Mm. But um, you may also see his um, his mask that he wears, which is one of his characters in his one of, in his games. So and it's just like this giant moon head thing uh, with a big smile on it. But uh, he's he's an eccentric person and. Yeah, is he's someone that I kind of want to. I guess not entirely like know how his mind works, but I think having a conversation with him would be a lot more interesting mm. than just like meeting one of my idols or whatever. Yeah. Um, so that's like the first person that comes to mind. Yeah. Um, I guess the other people that come to mind, Horikoshi, hmm. the author of My Hero, not because of My Hero exactly, actually. It's because I've been following him since uh, Barrage, mm-hmm. uh, which actually is not like in relative. It's not like since because um, Barrage is only one manga before uh, one series before My Hero Academia, which is his biggest series right now. Um, but I think it's because I've been following him for so long that I'm kind of interested in asking him questions that. I don't want want to say hard-hitting questions Mm -hmm. because it sounds too much like an interview instead of a conversation. But I kind of want to ask him, like, how has having, like, a big series now impacted his work? Yeah. Like, being actually successful. You know, I was talking about that. um, I was talking to my sister about uh, what is it like, you know, being a webtoon artist? Like, you know, the the girl that does uh, My Giant... Um, oh my uh giant nerd boyfriend yeah my giant nerd boyfriend Mm. because now she has her own cartoon Mm -hmm. yeah her own anime series yeah 
which is like her own merch. Her own merch. She's like featured on. Mm. She's like almost. She's always in like the top five of something, right? On webtoons. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, what is it like to just like go from being a regular person to all of a sudden being so yeah, famous yeah super successful yeah especially when you were just a regular person i yeah, mean and that's how everybody starts right yeah, when you just have these regular comic strips and all yeah. of a sudden just get this big boost yeah i mean that's probably what like shen and whatever yeah shen and um probably uh other people like uh the author of an ordinary yeah um like odds went out when he had that a crazy year where it was like super popular yeah um so, like, or just having this all of a sudden fame, yeah. basically. It's not like, not the gradual. Yeah. It's just like all of a sudden, like, bam. Yeah. You're, you're, you're really popular in your field. Yeah. And I, I think, like, to me, I was like, man, that's crazy. Like, mm-hmm. like would I ever want to be that famous? And I'm like, not really. <laughs> uh, um, I don't know if I'd ever want to be like that, you know? The thing with me, like, it, I would have to know. Uh, if I want to be like that, it's something that I know. I'm not sure how I would change as a person. Mm-hmm. I'm. I don't know if I'll change like a lot or I'll change like none at all. Mm-hmm. Right. I think I wouldn't change that much, but I have never been famous before. Yeah. Right. I never had that like massive all of a sudden success. So, and I never, th- I never think I will, which is the thing. So I, I can't accurately say that like, oh, fame won't change me. Yeah. That, that's something I'm not like confident in myself and being like, nah, it won't do anything for me. Yeah, I don't even, I can't even imagine what it would be like to be even like recognized mm-hmm. on the street for yeah. something. Like, like if somehow this podcast blows up for some reason, right? Well, it would be very hard to recognize on the street because we don't put our face out there. Yeah, but I'm saying like if there was a point, right? Because mm-hmm. I'm I'm very like whatever people can see whatever I post things on Instagram. Yeah, like of my face or mm. of like us. So it's like you could know what we look like if you saw my tried Insta- hard enough. Yeah, or... I saw my Instagram or yeah, whatever. It's not easy, but it's not like difficult. Yeah, if you're like really weird and you could you could do that. Mm-hmm. But I just can't imagine, like, what it would be like to have something just kind of blow up overnight mm-hmm. and make you so incredibly famous. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, like, the overnight success for the people we mentioned wasn't really overnight. Yeah, yeah. It I was, know. like, over a couple months at the very minimum. Yeah. Like, odds one, like, it was definitely over, like, a couple months before he, like, hit hard, yeah. basically. Uh, and, like, people, like... Uh, my giant, the author, of my journal boyfriend on ordinary. It was over a longer length of time. Yeah. But it very was much like, oh, we started from nothing. Yeah. And got to success. Yeah. Which is really uh, commendable. Mm-hmm. I'm just, I'm just saying, because I feel like, like, because we've been following them for a while. Yeah. So it just, it always just feels like, whoa, like when did this happen? Yeah. Like, it, I, it got so popular all of a sudden. Yeah, that, that really is so. a running theme for me and the people I would like to meet, mm-hmm. which is, it's. It's not because they're like super successful. It's because I've been following them for a long time. Yeah. Um, like like w- the difference between someone like Yoko Taro and the author of My Hero is the author of My Hero started from like a manga that canceled after like seventeen chapters. Yeah. To one like the most popular Shonen Jump manga in America. Yeah, that to me is really crazy. Yeah, 
Like it's not Japan. Japan will always have One Piece, but America is kind of hard to quantify. But I will probably say, currently, is most popular Shonen Jump. It series. was. It's like the new Naruto. Yeah, which I think is pretty crazy. Mm-hmm. And so, like that—that's the thing that just me. Like Yoko Taro, it, it seems like his content has not changed, mm-hmm. or like his his philosophy towards his content has mm-hmm. not changed. His game making, his his storytelling. Mm-hmm. It, like none of it's different mm. uh, and I it's one of those things where I hope that doesn't change mm-hmm. but he also has gone on record to see to say like would you make an, a, like a Nier Automata 2 right yeah. and like he has said something along the lines of if they pay me enough <laughs> hey honestly which is like respect right yeah but it's also one of those things like I understand and I respect that but it it kind of breaks from, like this image I have, which is um, this person who is unwilling to change his content mm-hmm. for what, um, he the, for what story he wants to tell. Yeah, which it was never entirely true. So, um, for instance, uh, Dragon Guard One. Mm-hmm. For those who have played it, uh, there's two modes of the game. There's this Dynasty Wars like hack and slash action, which is like three D and you just kill enemies and then there is this like weird ace combat section where you mm-hmm. fly around with your dragons for killing stuff originally the game was supposed to be just a flying dragon part hence dragon guard dragon whatever you'd make a pack with a dragon that's the whole story mm-hmm. the hack and slash part was actually put in after the fact because of the popularity of dynasty warriors oh yeah so in a way he changed his content because of studio mandate yeah so it was like it wasn't always true but it it breaks my perception of what he wants to wanted to make and like that's kind of one of the reasons why i kind of want to have a conversation with him is like um does it does that bother him personally and if it doesn't mm-hmm. like um how has that affected his writing mm-hmm. or whatever and like how has his philosophy towards game making and making content has changed because of that mm-hmm and like if I had to guess it would probably it would probably say something along the lines of like uh, it probably always has affected him because having a lot of money it also uh, has his issues but having no money will also have his issues yeah so like his games weren't always super successful like I think nearly every one of his games did not do well except mm-hmm. for Nier Automata yeah like Nier Nier Gastron Nier Replicant had his own niche party and the dragon guard series even though it had three games all did like yeah <laughs> mm-hmm. so it was it's one of those things where it's like um he, he didn't find success and that probably affected his writing just as much as find success did mm-hmm. so but it's something i still kind of want to ask yeah. i, I want to hear his answer to mm-hmm. be honest um so can you think of anybody else I, I can't think of anybody famous mm-hmm. that I'd want to meet. Did, I, did I, clarify famous? No. Uh, no, anyone in the world. Yeah. So I, I can't think of anybody famous so, that I would want to meet. Because you, you're, you're, you were talking about people that were in an industry, mm-hmm. you know, who were like famous people. Mm-hmm. But I just don't care about them. Well, there's I mean, also like lots of small people like me. Like, um... 
mainly badass hero. Mm-hmm. Like it, it probably would not be hard to meet him. Yeah. But I would still like to meet him because um I've actually been watching his content since his original Eep days. Yeah. Which if you don't if you don't know Eep or Eep, um, it's an old RPG maker game. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And it kind of started an RPG maker craze. Kind of like how Yume Nikki also started the RPG Maker craze. It was pretty okay. Yeah, it was. It was. It was pretty. It's pretty okay, but it, was, it had a big influence at the time. Yeah. Um. I'm still surprised when I see um cosplays for Eve. Yeah. But uh, and I've been following this for a while, and I won't say it dropped off, but I, mean, I definitely watch a lot less of his stuff. I feel like his his style, mm. uh, his like sense of like his brand of humor. Mm-hmm. Uh, doesn't really jive with me anymore mm-hmm. um and that's like nothing against him right yeah. you know you, you can be yourself i don't care mm-hmm. um it's just really not what i'm looking for right now yeah um but i really liked manly's and i don't want to be like that person that's like i like the, your old content better mm. but um i really did like the rpg maker maker yeah, yeah the horror games the, he, the indie stuff yeah the, the when really he was small stuff playing um corpse party corpse party like i really yeah. like his light playthroughs his uh, crooked man playthroughs the I crooked really man like. was really good so um uh, i would like I would, I would like to meet him just because i feel like him and i will have a lot in common or yeah. at the very least we'll have a lot to talk about mm-hmm. um so that like that's someone like a lot smaller that i would like to meet there's also other youtubers i would love to meet I'd like to meet some YouTubers, yeah, yeah, and sit down and have coffee or something. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess those would be people that I would like to talk to. Mm-hmm. But I have a feeling that, like, even if I did talk to them, it's like, let's say that <laughs> I'm not starstruck, right? Yeah. Um, I can only think of maybe, like, a couple people that I'd really like to have a conversation with. Well, well, there's a couple people I would like to talk to. Let's see. Um, uh, well, <laughs> at the risk of um, bringing up some, I guess, quote-unquote, controversial people, mm-hmm. um, I would love to meet H-Bomber Guy mm. and ContraPoints, mm. Philosophy Tube. All, all three of those people, the left tube section, I would love to meet them like and have um, conversations on... Uh, not necessarily like politics, mm-hmm. but um, their thoughts and on certain things. So H bomb guy, I would love to hear thoughts on, on certain media. Yeah, right. Because uh, the thing that brought me into his content was his views on certain shows and certain things, like mm-hmm. uh, his Doctor Who episode or um, like his HP uh, uh, Lovecraft episode, and how his um, views have changed about all that. Mm-hmm. Contrapoints, I'll. Contra points specifically, I would, I would love to talk to her, uh, her about sexuality and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like I can be enlightened, mm. <laughs> more or less, about certain parts of, not necessarily her sexuality, but like sexuality in general. Mm-hmm. Uh, and philosophy too. Like, um, uh, I would love to talk to him about, I guess, general philosophy. But like, um, especially in terms of like mental health and stuff like that. Um, so those are like three people that I would love to meet, uh, three specifically on the left tube side that I would love to meet. Yeah. Um, can you think of any YouTubers? 
<laughs> I've already met him, but I, I'd like to um, talk talk with um, Giguk over coffee. Mm, that's a good one. Yeah. Do you think Giguk is a coffee or tea kind of guy? Probably a tea kind of guy. Probably tea. Do you Probably. say? Are you saying that because he lived in London? <laughs> I'm saying that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. He always tro- he kind of like this random assumptions I'm making off Giguk. We have. We like we sort of met him at like a panel. Yeah. But like I, I feel like he's more of a coffee kind of guy. I don't know why. I don't know. I just like to talk about anime with mm. all the anti tubers, really. Yeah, really though. Like yeah. uh Gilgo is one of them. I love to talk to him about anti tube. I don't know if I but... wanna to talk to 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 Digibro, but <laughs> uh <laughs> I don't think Digibro is a bad guy. Not at all. No. It, I'm sure he's a I'm sure they're perfectly yeah. fine people. Like okay, like to be clear. Regardless if we like or hate these people, mm-hmm. I'm sure that they'll probably find people. Yeah. It's more of... Um, I think some of their internet personas can be a little um, controversial. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so... Hey, Digital is probably a fine person, but uh, I'm not sure if um, having a conversation with him about... I wouldn't... Anime. Yeah, I wouldn't want to talk to him about anime. Yeah. But probably talking to him about anything else would be fine. Fine, yeah. Um, um, like Giga, uh, Mother's Basement. Yeah, uh, I love to talk to him about um, anime. Um, not just anime. Mm-hmm. Just um, just Japanese media in general. When I say Japanese media, I specifically mean like I guess anime included, but like manga and light novels. Mm-hmm. Especially now, considering that he's trying to like broaden his content. Mm-hmm. Um, beyond just anime, like he started the book club, mm-hmm. right? Uh, and. Uh, I'm really interested on like what his thoughts on certain things are for um how can I say this? Uh I'm interested in how he views certain mediums over others. Yeah. In particular. Like I love talking to him about like certain shows. Mm-hmm. But uh in particular that, because that's that's been coming up recently on how a light novel that medium is different from anime and how that's translated over. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, oh, like his series Adapt or Die. Like, I found those episodes really interesting. Um, because it really shows, like, how certain mediums don't work in others. And how it's kind of flawed to think, like, a one-to-one translation is flawed. Mm. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, Okada is, a really, is another one. Okada is an interesting one because... Uh, like with all these people I'm mentioning, I really want to talk to them about very specific stuff. Arcada is another anti-tuber. Uh, I want to talk to him with about dubs in particular, because uh he was one of the first people. Like I always thought like dubs were like okay, um, but he's one of the people that really convinced me that like oh dubs can be a can be better than subs, mm-hmm. and sometimes can be even a better viewing experience for you. He's well. He's one of the first people to convince me of that. Um, and before I knew Arcada, like I've already seen like oh the Beck dub, or uh, the Mongolian Chop Squad Beck, uh, and the Bakano dub, which are two kind of popular dubs in like the the anime community space. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he's probably the first one that showed me like yeah dubs can be equivalent to um, subs, and if they're equivalent, you can watch either, and it works out fine. Uh, is there any any tubers in particular you want me like? Um, or um, anything you want to talk about Giga about in particular? Um, 
I'd like to meet that whole group with, you know, Joey, the anime man, even though I don't mm-hmm. watch his content. Mm-hmm. Right. He just seems like a cool guy. Mm-hmm. And then like Aki Dearest, even mm-hmm. though I find her content a little like mm, not for me, I'm still subscribed. I don't know why. Uh, <laughs> but even though I don't find her content to be for me, mm-hmm. um, I still enjoy some of the videos. Mm-hmm. And I think that she'd probably be a really cool person. Mm-hmm. But it's not like I don't have anything to discuss with people. It's just like, I want to know. You just want to know them. Yeah. It's just like, I want to just hang out, talk, Mm -hmm. get some coffee. And then that's about it. Talk about whatever. Because I don't want it to be like, oh, what do you feel about like this and this? I just want it to be like, like a cool, like chill thing. Mm -hmm. You know, talk about whatever, play a game or something. Yeah. Um, that, make, that makes sense. Yeah. But that's a that's like the kind of person I am. Although I am very nosy and I, I like to know things. But um, I just can't see myself um, just asking a bunch of questions like that. Like, what was your first... To have an actual... Dis- do not have an actual discussion. To, I guess, not necessarily do a Q&A, but interview them. Yeah, and so like yeah. pick their brain apart. That's not like what I'm there for. Yeah. Um, uh, for me, like having the discussion part, mm-hmm. there's probably a lot less people. Well, okay, I, I can think of one in particular. I'd love to like get to know uh, Philip DeFranco. Mm. I think that's one person I'd love to get to know. Mm. Um, just because, like, yeah, he seems like a, like a cool dude, very yeah. chill. Um, and like, and he's also a person that I've been following for a long time, and to see his like change over yeah. time. But to know him when the camera's off is something I'm kind of interested in. There's not a lot of people that I would like like to know. Mm-hmm. Just a lot of people that I'm like, you know, that would be cool if we were if we were acquaintances. <laughs> I guess. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, that'd be cool if I, you know, knew somebody who knew PewDiePie, or if me and PewDiePie were cool like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not even like a thing. Yeah. But it's just like, oh, that'd be cool if you know like text each other or something every once in a while mm-hmm. <laughs> or meet up and get coffee or do whatever yeah but um i can't really think of somebody who i'd really like to like pick their brain apart you know really yeah i can't really think of somebody who i'm like who was who's in my field who um I feel like I have to talk to, like, I, I, I gotta, if, if I were dying mm-hmm. and that was my way, make a wish or something, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. If I were dying and they were like, you can talk to anybody you want. Mm. I can't think of like a single person that I'm like, besides the people that I just mentioned that I'm just like, you know, that I feel like I have to talk to. Mm-hmm can't think of um like especially somebody in my field Mm -hmm. i can't think of someone that i'm like you know it'd be nice if i got to meet them um (laughs) uh i'm really trying to think i'm trying to think more of like more people i would love to get to know Mm -hmm. um i guess some more people like it would i I think of all the anti-tubers i think the person like i would love to get to know would be gigguk yeah 
I think I would love to get to know Giga. Yeah, he seems like a cool guy. Yeah, he seems like a cool guy. Like, um, and like what we've seen of him at panels and just meets, it's like he he does seem like a sweet person. Hey, you know, if anybody's listening, guys, if you want to meet up, <laughs> just email us. <laughs> um, <laughs> doubt, but it's cool. <laughs> what else is there? Uh, I'd love to um get to know Maximilian Dude. Oh, that would be cool. Yeah. I, I'd love to get to know him. And that was not even that hard. Like, he... I'm pretty sure he lives in California. Mm. So... And, and I know he goes to some of the conventions that um are local to us. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I'd love to get to know him. Especially since he's the person who got me into fighting games. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd love to get to know him. And just, you know... Have lunch together or something like that. Yeah, that's a lot of people that I'm like, yeah, I'd, I'd be down to get lunch with them, I guess. Mm-hmm. Or get coffee. Something not really committal, you yeah. know? Not something that I have to, like... Not, not necessarily have a dinner, but, like... Yeah. Because I don't want to have to be like, oh, what if it's uncomfortable? I can't just leave, yeah. you know? Especially if you're waiting for dinner. Just to <laughs> have, like, a chill, like, oh, let's take a drink or whatever. Yeah. Let's go get a drink somewhere. Go to a bar. Mm-hmm. You know? Get boba. <laughs> yeah, get boba, honestly. I'm not really into coffee. Um, I realize I can't really drink coffee anymore or caffeinated stuff in general. Mm. Makes me feel really weird. But um, yeah, I'm not really sure if there's a person that I'm like I gotta meet him. That's surprising to me, considering that like I'm like looking around like the art, um, the author Twenty Century Boys, or like the creator of Rama, or no. I like their work, but I don't have to meet them. <laughs> I already met. I already met. Um, uh, what's it called? Um, the voice of Winnie the Pooh. Jim <laughs> Cummings. Yeah. You wouldn't want to like have a conversation with him. No, we don't. I don't think we'd have much to talk about, except for me going like, "I love Winnie the Pooh." <laughs> you really like my whole childhood. So. You you know who seems like a very sweet person. Hmm. Charles Marnay. Oh yeah. He he seems like a very very sweet person. We've met Charles Martinet a couple, maybe like three or four times. I feel like more than that. Yeah, because he comes to Sac Anime a so lot, often, yeah. which is a local convention in Sacramento, which I might have we might have touched upon mm-hmm. um, before. But he's um, he's always a guest there. Regular guest. Yeah, and he's a really nice guy. Whenever you go, whenever you go to um, get an autograph, mm. he's really, really nice. He he really knows how to brighten someone's day. Honestly, yeah, he is such a nice guy. Mm-hmm. So if anything comes out like a scandal, I'll be devastated. <laughs> I just <laughs> I don't there's know also, if my there's also people were like, I'll be devastated about it if anything comes yeah, out. Yeah, I don't know if my heart can take it because he's he's just been. Uh-oh. Every time I come and see him, he's just been the sweetest guy. So I just thought of someone that like I would love to have met, uh, Robin Williams. Mm. I would love to meet Robin Williams. His his comedy and like his acting, his performances on his like more serious stuff. Yeah. Um, like I, his works. Mm-hmm. Uh, it brings joy to me sometimes. Mm. It makes me feel things that I have not felt in a long time. Like, his performance at Good Will Hunting, or, um, oh, what was that movie called, with the Carpe Diem and, uh, 
the opposed society. I, I think like the main reason why those two performances hit me hard is because it's sort of like father figure mm-hmm. performances, mm-hmm. which is uh, something that has been relating to me more and more recently. Oh, yeah, I bet. <laughs> so, um, yeah. And like I said, I love his comedy. Mm-hmm. Um, so like I grew up with um, watching his old comedy shows on YouTube and whatever. Yeah. So. Well, in that same vein of like relating to people because of your father, mm-hmm. um, I've the only thing the only person I can think of that I would want to meet is my uh, grandpa mm-hmm. on my dad's side. Because he passed away when I was, like, a year old. Mm-hmm. But everybody said that he loved me very, very much. Mm-hmm. So I'd like to meet up with him and tell him how I'm doing. Yeah. Although maybe he can see me from wherever he is. You know, uh, coming on the, along those lines, um, since I've already hinted at it, <laughs> mm. uh, I'd love to have a dinner with my dad. Mm. Um, for those who don't know, I guess, my dad passed away last, not last year. Two years, two years ago. ago. Wow. Yeah. Has it already been two years already? Mm. It's already been. And um, I would love to have like one last year with him. Uh, not necessarily because like just to catch up or whatever, but because I would love to have that language barrier broken down for at least one day. Mm-hmm. Because that was, that was the main issue with me and my dad trying to talk to each other mm-hmm. was that there was that language barrier. Yeah. Um, like his English wasn't that great and I didn't know Vietnamese. I still don't know Vietnamese. So it's it was really hard to talk to each other. Mm-hmm. So to have like one dinner where language is no issue and just to get to know him as a person, I feel it's like the most important thing to me. I think I think of all the people I would have I would like to meet, that's number one. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's very sad. But very sweet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this year was rough for me. Mm-hmm. This year was really rough. Yeah. So I can relate with that. Mm-hmm. You know, wanting to see people after they've gone. I can relate. That's I think a, a lot of people can relate to that. Yeah. So. That's a hard topic, though. Yeah. And this is supposed to be kind of lighthearted. I mean, it still it still is like that. That's a that's a hard topic, like losing people like that. Mm-hmm. But you know, like wanting to meet people again that one last time, mm-hmm. like that that kind of relates to like if you want to have meet you know anyone um, in the world, yeah, and have a conversation with them because it's probably it's probably going to be your one, one last chance. Yeah, if this once actually in a lifetime life. kind of thing. Yeah, if this actually applies, like, it's going, probably going to be your one and only chance. Like, I know yeah. for most of the people I'm, I've talked about, they're in Japan. <laughs> so, I was like, oh, I'm probably never going to meet them. Yeah. And never, or even less, actually have, like, a dinner with them. Yeah. Just having that one last thing with someone close to you. Mm-hmm. I feel like that applies. Yeah. Hey, make sure you, you know... You spend as much time with the people that you love before they're gone. Because mm-hmm. can't do it when they're dead. <laughs> That's just straight up facts. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. The second question. Um, 
is, would you like to be famous and in what way? <laughs> That's I think, easy. <laughs> I think we've already answered that. <laughs> um, in a way, I would say yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, in another way, I would, like, I would say no. <laughs> but, was, was the question, would you like to be famous? Yeah, would you like to be famous and if so, in what way? See, I'd like to... Part of me wants to be famous, right? Mm -hmm. Because with with being famous, there's also money. <laughs> Perks. Yeah. Must be money. Um, But I don't want to be that famous. No. I want to be, like, locally famous. <laughs> like, you know? Like, people in my city are like, whoa, that's pretty cool. I, I think the most famous I ever want to be is internet famous. <laughs> that's a good one to be famous for. Yeah. Yeah. Because then nobody really knows you. Yeah. That's... I changed my answer. That's the kind of famous I would want to be. In what way? Internet famous. Internet famous. Yeah. Yeah. And that's it. And that's it. Yeah. I Minor don't, fame, but not excessive fame. I don't think I'd want a big house. I think I want the same kind of house that I've always been living. Well, I guess for some people that would be pretty big. Hey, your, your house is pretty big compared to what I lived, grew up in. Yeah. And that's that's why I like to be famous. Um, internet famous. Internet small scale and famous not like PewDiePie size um but I think I'd I'd like to be I'd like to be famous in some way mm. I I'd like to be at least respected for what I do yeah I don't really care about like I don't want to be famous and not like famous for the wrong like I don't want to be infamous mm -hmm. you know I want to be famous because I did something and it was something good mm-hmm it was something that you could respect. Uh, I don't really want it to be something that, like, people didn't really like. <laughs> so, um, and I want to be famous for my art. Mm. I want to be famous for something that I put a lot of effort into. And What if you were famous for your art, but you're, like, famous in a modern art kind of way? <laughs> I'd be down with it. Really? Yeah, because that means somebody appreciated it, you know? And wouldn't it be awesome to be in the MoMA? I think it would be super cool. To have an exhibit? Yeah. To yeah. be in the MoMA? Are you kidding? That would be so cool. I would love to go into the MoMA and be like, that's my art on the wall. Just being in any museum would be awesome or being in a gallery. Mm -hmm. You know, that would be really, really cool. Yeah. I don't know, for me, being a famous engineer is weird. <laughs> You know, you would have to make something pretty extraordinary. Or something pretty devastating. Mm. Yeah. Like, being a famous engineer, there's, there's only two kinds of famous engineers. You either invented something that's life-changing, or you invented something that... <laughs> or you created something that caused mass death. Mm. That's, only, that's, only, that's only related to two ways to be a famous engineer. Yeah. Like, there, there's other ways you can... Um, be famous for like finding stuff, uh, like Hawking's like the stuff he found was amazing. Mm -hmm. Um, or like like Einstein. Um, like the stuff, um, they that they find, uh, is extra extraordinary. But being a famous engineer, the the two most common methods is invent something life changing. Or create something that caused mass death. And do I want to be famous for either of those? 
Not really. Make a robot. <laughs> a good one. A really good one. A sex bot. <laughs> could. Yeah, but... No. <laughs> you could make... Um, I always feel weird about robot... Like, servants. <laughs> I don't like it. There's something about it that is not... Not good. It reminds me of Astro Boy. Oh. And I, I don't like that. There's a, there's a whole thing in Astro Boy, an episode of, of it, where mm -hmm. they talked about robot rights. Mm -hmm. So it reminds me of that. But um, I think if you could make something that, I don't know, I feel like just doing your part is changing the world even yeah. a little bit. Yeah, I guess so. I don't know. Being a cog in the in the in the machine in the mm. system yeah. i'm sure there's plenty of examples of like famous engineers who didn't do stuff that i mentioned like found something extraordinary or like create something life-changing or cause mass death <laughs> but i feel like those are the most common ones and or you could be somebody that nobody knows you could may maybe make something and nobody cares <laughs> you know minor fame yeah well yeah. so i worked for this private airport and there was this guy mm -hmm. um and he flew on these flights to hawaii mm -hmm. um in this private shuttle mm. and he flew on this private shuttle um and it was a direct flight to um hawaii basically mm. and um he's sitting with all these ladies and he's chatting it up mm. and i overhear it because i'm working at the front desk and I overhear it, and he's like, oh, yeah, you know, I just made the defibrillator. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, mm, doubt, you know? Uh -huh. <laughs> I don't believe this man made the defibrillator. Did you look it up? Yeah. And he did? I think, it, yeah, I'm pretty sure it was him. <laughs> and I'm like, what a weird thing to throw around. Yeah. Like, I made the defibrillator. Oh, he saved lots of lives. Yeah, but also, like, bizarre. Like, <laughs> what are you doing here? Just like, um, uh, just like when, when I was working there, certain, like, famous people would fly in. Mm -hmm. And I remember one day I was, uh, I was sitting in the, at the front desk. Mm -hmm. And the members of Green Day walked in and sat there mm -hmm. just watching the game. Mm -hmm. Right? It was, they were watching, like, the the 49ers and then some other yeah team and they were upset because the the 49ers were losing right <laughs> as per usual yeah nothing um, new there so yeah it could be worse it could be a raiders fan yeah i don't know if it was the niners or the or, or the raiders but it was a bay area team right mm -hmm. um it was just so bizarre to see green day in such a casual setting mm-hmm and also, I didn't want to say hi because I didn't, I didn't want to be weird. Mm -hmm. And also, 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 I only listened to a couple songs. Yeah, one Green Day album, and that's American Idiot, and mm -hmm. that's it. So <laughs> they probably they probably would get that a lot though. Like, oh, I love American Idiot. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah whatever. I love that musical. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's just really. It's bizarre when you see famous people because mm -hmm. you're like, I'm not sure if they're famous. That's yeah. it's who they are. It gets weirder when you see them in a casual setting. Yeah. Or like, you know, those stories that Tony Hawk tells about like people not 
saying like, hey, you look like that Tony Hawk guy. Mm -hmm. And he's like, oh, yeah, really? <laughs> yeah, it's weird. Mm -hmm. I'd like to be that kind of famous where people don't really know that I'm famous until they're like, oh, you did that. You did that. Yeah. Yeah. You're the person who does that. Mm. Yeah, that's me. Yeah. Pretty cool, right? I mean, I guess. Humble brag, you know. I like to be like, oh, you're the you're part of that podcast. <laughs> Kevin and whoever that is. How am I get how did I get the big one? <laughs> I mean, you talk more than I do. Huh, no, I don't think that's true. Wouldn't it be crazy if this podcast took off one day? Yeah. I mentioned this before, like I don't I don't think it will, just because how hard it is to have a podcast take off. But like, it would be nice. Yeah, it would be pretty crazy. Like you said, the day we get a sponsor <laughs> is the day I say we made it. <laughs> I can't even imagine who would our sponsor be. Well, oh. even even after that, like it has to be a sponsor that like I, I agree with our product. Mm. Right. Yeah. So there's a couple more steps, I guess. Yeah, it's got to be people who will let us say anything we want. I mean, it's not like we're super controversial either. No, no. You know, we don't say anything that's like too out there. Yeah. I I think it's like as long as your product isn't just straight up bad. Like yeah. I'll go, I'll, I'll say what I need to say about your product. Sorry, no unethical products here. Yeah. We're all about f equality and fairness. Okay. Mm -hmm. But yeah. Um, anything else you want to say? Um, sorry that this podcast is late. <laughs> yeah. This is, it's really, really late. Mm -hmm. Um, you might have noticed it, it's like maybe a month late. <laughs> well, okay. Uh, I'm going to mention this ahead of time. Um, I think what I'm going to do mm -hmm. is just upload whenever. <laughs> It's, it's well i'm not gonna say upload whenever i'm gonna try to keep to a schedule um i am always gonna upload on sunday yeah it's just matters oh are we gonna get an episode this time <laughs> yeah it's it's a lot of like because i have school kevin mm. has work and then we also are trying to go to the gym we're trying to do a lot of stuff right now yeah so we all have our own hobbies this podcast is our number one priority mm -hmm. um like i said like if we really wanted to take off, yes, it would be our number one priority. Yeah. But we both agree, like, we don't expect it to. Yeah, and it's just for fun. Yeah, it, it really is just for fun. So if, like, um, I don't want to feel like I have to do it. Yeah. Um, because then it's not, it's not fun anymore. It's yeah. a job. Screw our statistics. I don't give a shit. Yeah. So if it's like, I don't want to sit here and be like, well, I don't, I just don't really want to record, mm -hmm. you know? And so, I've been wanting to record for a while, so... So yeah, like uh, I'm, I'm gonna upload whenever. I might sit on an episode or like delay an episode, mm -hmm. or maybe one day we'll ha we'll actually have episodes back to back. Yeah. Who knows? But it, it is. It, I'm gonna have it so we upload on Sundays. That's never. That's not gonna change. Mm -hmm. But there's gonna be delays. Right. There's gonna be in betweens. But I'm gonna try. Emphasis on try to keep it week by week. Yeah, especially since um I've started um school again mm -hmm. so it might my schedule might even change tomorrow because i'm seeing my um advisor yeah. um so who 
who knows? Mm-hmm. <laughs> who knows really what the future holds? <laughs> um, but I think I said this in the beginning of this podcast, or I mean, sorry, of this episode, mm-hmm. that um, we want to, I want, I don't know if Kevin wants to, but I want to try to get maybe a third voice. Mm-hmm. Um, and I did mention this, actually, now that I remember, I did mention this. Mm-hmm. I want to get a third voice or maybe pushing pushing it is getting a fourth mm-hmm. because we're sitting in my room and my table only holds three people. It is a very small room and a very small table. Um <laughs> So, uh, if, if we try to record with more than, um, more than three people, it might be a problem. Also, yeah, yeah kind of hot. <laughs> yeah. It would be kind of warm in here too. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we're, we're thinking of getting, um, some familiar faces back. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe, maybe we'll get more guest episodes. And we you know with the gaps in between, probably like more common thing. Yeah, especially since um, I think it's sometimes it's easier to hold a conversation mm-hmm. when there's like a third person who can chime in. Yeah. And uh, when especially if somebody doesn't have anything to say, because mm-hmm. sometimes that happens with Kevin and I. Um, like I said, I've nixed topics before, and that's one of the main reasons why. Yeah. Sometimes we'll just talk about stuff and like it goes in a circle and then it's kind of it's, it's not interesting for anybody. So if you already think this, this podcast is boring, then you do not want to listen to the other stuff. Yeah. Can you imagine? Yeah. I mean, it's unbelievable, really. So I think with that said, thank you for listening to episode 16 of Just a Couple Thoughts. I have been one half of your resident couple, Kevin. It's the big one six. Yep. And on the other side, that is my lovely girlfriend. Oh, yeah. Sarah. Oh, yeah. You know. Seven years. <laughs> In the comments, tell me... Uh, I, I, I want to hear what you guys who you guys want to meet. The famous part that I can give less of a shit about. <laughs> yeah. That, one, that, one's, that one's a little bit less interesting to me. But I want to hear who would you like to meet. Yeah, right. it can be... You can be, answer as many times as you want. You can do whatever, but... Can it be anybody you want? Yeah, anyone you want. Language barrier gone. Whatever. Time barrier gone. Time barrier. <laughs> it could be someone in the future. <laughs> that would be crazy. Yeah, meet your, like, great-great-grandchild or something. Or your, um... Your friends in the future. Mm-hmm. That would be a... That would be an insane one. Yeah. Like, who's still around 50 years from now? You know, who who died of high cholesterol, you know? Meet, meet <laughs> your future self. That would be an interesting one. Meet your future self. Mm. I don't want to meet my future self. <laughs> I feel like my future self wouldn't have much to offer. Uh, but yeah, that that's something I'm interested in. So leave a comment on who would you like to meet. Um, it could be whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think with that said... Thank you for listening. Um, And I'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. Almost forgot. Uh, If you...
you have any questions you can email us uh leave a comment uh like comment subscribe <laughs> uh, uh bye <laughs> god <laughs>